Welcome to episode four of the Tapping Into podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Alvirum, an award-winning cult beauty and well-being brand steeped in ritual, powered by nature, focused on self-care and finessed by science. Over the past few weeks, I've been using Alvirum's restful sleep pillow mist right before bed. It's got all of my favorite aromas, lavender, bergamot, geranium and chamomile, and it's such a beautiful aid for a restful night. If you too would like to feel relaxed, restored and renewed, thanks to Olvirum, tapping into podcast listeners can receive an exclusive 20% discount using the code TAPPINGFORMOMS. This week we chat to American homeopath Krista Rivet. After becoming frustrated with chasing symptoms and never getting answers for her son's chronic health issues, she discovered homeopathy. When she witnessed healing like never before, she had to know more so went on to study homeopathy and became a homeopath. Her passions and areas of focus are chronic children's health and behavioural issues, mental health and women's health. In this episode we discuss what homeopathy is, how it works, how it supports our own internal healing powers and where to start with a home basic kit. And we also chat about how a lot of the time what the child needs, the mum also needs too, which is so interesting. You can follow Kirsta at Kirsta Rivet, K-R-I-S-T-A-R-I-V-E-T dot homeopathy on Instagram or visit kirstarivet.com and all the details are in the show notes too. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Do jump into our DMs and keep us posted. Leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to the Tapping Into podcast, Krista Rive, all the way from Buffalo, New York. Oh, in America. Yay. Um, so we're on a bit of a time difference, but you know, very early for you. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm so excited to talk about homeopathy. Um, a little bit of background as to why I want to talk about homeopathy is because all of so many of my own membership ladies, these moms, we're talking about these remedies. We have a WhatsApp group and they were recommending this and that for this and that, you know, as people were saying, oh, what do I do with my child? They keep getting sick or, you know, bronchitis or this and that happening. And I was like, oh, God, years ago, my mom took me to a homeopathist um, and it obviously did something, you know. So in the back of my mind, I was like, OK, I need to jump on this bandwagon, really not understanding much. And so I bought, they recommended, and I bought myself, for anyone who can virtually see, the Helios uh, Homeopathy Basic 18 Remedy Kit. So it's got a um, bunch of different things and a little booklet, which is actually an amazing lifesaver, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. I can just look up the symptom and then it'll tell me which one to give. And I bought it because we were going to Thailand last Christmas. So this is five, four or five months ago. And prior to that, I had gone through bottles of cowpol and urofen, you know, and it, it wasn't that that was something that I did. I gave my kids, a, you know, a lot of pain medication um, and I guarantee you I can go into my cupboard now. The two huge bottles that I bought to bring to Thailand have not been opened. They are still mm. in their boxes. And so that's five, four or five months on. And that is why I want to talk to you about homeopathy. Mm. Because almost like I ha- I went into it thinking, I'll just give it a go. I had no preconceived notions, no real expectations and a, a little pill here or there. 
and the things started to happen like their symptoms dropped away or vanished altogether and one little dose uh sometimes is enough to to shift the thing and like I don't understand that and my mind is blown <laughs> and I really want everyone to realize that there is a whole other way of supporting your family yeah not in the way that I had I had perceived to be the right way you know like what I suppose most mothers do unless informed otherwise um so doing a little bit of research and came across your page and you were so enthusiastic and supportive of the mum and family experience that I thought this would be a brilliant conversation to bring so thank you so much and I can't wait to have this chat well I'm so happy you reached out and honored and yeah I'm glad my passion is coming through <laughs> on my page because being a mom and like you just said I had experienced all of that and um yeah I love love working that's primarily my practices moms and their children or women and um children because it is just my own personal experience of how I which I'm sure we'll talk about how I got into this it's just like nothing else and that power that you feel to step into that to, to be able to care for your family is yeah it's like nothing else and um yeah and I appreciate you reaching out because I love the tapping too which um I can't wait to listen to more of your podcasts and dive into that because I have done that as well on my journey yeah, is uh, yeah, both very powerful, and then that's a yeah. thing. It's like empowering yes. tools, um, and that yeah. So there's a real synchronicity there, and, really uh, and also natural and safe and mm -hmm. easy and relatively cheap and inexpensive to to use, I suppose. Once you've got the hang of things, so tell us your story into homeopathy. Like, how did it even get on the radar? Um, yeah, so my, I have four children and at the time I had two at the time and, uh, my son who was four at the time, um, he's nine, he's about to be 19 this week. So that's how long ago I've been using homeopathy and, um, yeah, discovered there. I, we always say it finds us. I'm like, I think it found me. <laughs> um, so he had chronic ear infections. I feel like from birth, like just that chronic congestion, ear infection, always on antibiotics, you know, just one thing after another. And I didn't know anything about homeopathy. I'd never heard of it. And, but how I thought I, I question a lot. I'm very curious and always wanted to be a doctor for like something in the medical field, like just fascinated, fascinated with health. So, you know, bringing them and it just, something wasn't sitting right. I'm like, but what is going on inside of him? Like my daughter, who was two years older at the time, who was, uh, well, he started, like I said, when he was an infant with all these things, you know, we just, I just, I had enough. So I'm like, but what is going on in him? So we finally, after like so many antibiotics, tubes in his ears, his adenoids were removed. You know, I'm like, what, what is causing this fluid in his ears? And the answer I got was, well, that's the million dollar question. That was literally the answer from the ear, nose, throat specialist. Um, and granted they're fabulous at what they do, but it just wasn't enough for me. I'm like, okay, but we're still giving him antibiotics. Then he had MRSA, which is that, you know, but scary. I was terrified of this bacteria that was in his ear as well. So I was like, I need to know more. I need to figure out what's going on and not even figure out, but just get to the root of why his body is allowing all this. So I honestly, I don't remember how I came across homeopathy. I think just Googling and being a mom of like, I'm not stopping, you know, I want to get to understand what is going on in him. Like, why does he have this and not my daughter? And so I found a local homeopath and brought him to her and that I, I will not ever forget that 
I call it magic, but now I know it's not, but she asked him all these questions and now it makes sense. But at the time it's like, well, what, what do you like to eat and how do you sleep? And I'm like, what the heck does this have to do with his ears? Like, I just want to fix his ears. And so anyway, she gave me this, um, remedy to take home and she's like, give it to him one dose tonight. And then tomorrow morning and we'll see. So meanwhile, I had an antibiotic from the ear, nose, throat, stuff to put in his nose to kill the bacteria, eardrops, like the whole thing. And I was terrified because I was very health anxious at the time. And I did not give him that. And I gave him the remedy, the discharge in his ear stopped. He woke up in an amazing mood because he was very cranky and I could not believe it. it. Literally overnight, his, just his whole energy had shifted and I kept repeating it according to her directions. And we followed up with her, but then in 10 days later, I had to go back to the ear, nose, throat. And he looked in his ear and he's like, this looks amazing. He's like, it's cleared up beautifully. And I didn't use any of the stuff. So I was like, okay, I need to know more of what this is. <laughs> so I researched and researched and found the school that I went to, which is in Toronto in Canada, the Canadian College of Homeopathic Medicine and enrolled and did it all virtual. Um, Cause I went on to have two more kids and um, completed the whole thing. So it's never too late either because, um, and then started practicing with the public about five years ago. So that was, you know, it was a beautiful gift. And I see that those times of frustration. And, you know, it was because of that, that I found homeopathy or it found me. And then I went on to become a homeopath. And so, you know, I'm really grateful for that now and thankful that that happened, unfortunately, what he had to go through. And now it's just been, and he just kept improving, you know, we just know more antibiotics and he's thriving and, and all the children are, because now that's, you know, with my two newer ones, that's all we did as well. So. That's amazing. I suppose there's a lot of crossover with my story. And I think uh, probably a lot of people who end up in a healing modality of some description, it comes from yeah. some form of pain or trauma. Yeah. They then find their miracle magic pill and then decide, well, wow, I need to share this with the world. Um, so yeah, that was the same with me. Yeah. It's amazing how just you know, this is probably the path that you were meant to be on anyway. Yeah. And it's like, it just, all these little steps get you there. And then it ultimately benefits you, your family, and then all the people that you support as a result. Yeah. And homeopathy really, which we'll go into is it's, it's a way of life. And when you understand how it works or what's going on or why it works, you, your whole perception of life shifts. So my, I suffered severe health anxiety. I was like Googling this and just like, so many anxious things. And then fast forward a little bit when that four-year-old son was about 10 or about, um, yeah, he was about 10. My six-year-old son under him, like my third child was diagnosed with cancer, um, too. And it was a very rare form. And so, and then I had also had my one-year-old at the time. So I had all my four kids. So that itself was also a pivotal, um, you, you know, you can imagine the fear when we heard that, but how homeopathy supported me emotionally, to go through that, to, you know, it shifts you from within, like, that's how it works. It's shifting you from within and stimulating your own body, but it allowed me to embrace that, that experience and help treat him alongside of the traditional treatments that we had to do. But it, again, that was a blessing. Like in the moment, it was the biggest fear ever, but then two years out of it, you know, it was, again, I look back and he's 15 now. So it's been about seven wow. years, six, seven years and he's thriving. And we use homeopathy with everything that we did. And the doctors, the nurses were shocked that he didn't need what they were offering for the side effects. And, um, cause I had a homeopath helping me through that, but just not only that, how it just shifted my whole, um, 
able, like my ability to surrender and embrace that experience as a growth. Like it really was empowering really what we went through and now it just keeps building. And I, I'm so thankful to homeopathy because of the philosophy behind it. And um, it just allows you to embrace what comes because you, it builds trust in your body because our bodies are designed to heal. And, you know, as we can see, when you break a bone, your body knows what to do (laughs) when you get a cut, you know, we grow a baby. Like, oh, you think of how powerful our bodies are. And so homeopathy understands that. And it uses that same power, you know, that, that creates symptoms to then go in the proper direction to heal. So it really builds a trust in your body's ability. And it's really the only, well, there's not like tapping everything. You're literally, you're tapping into your um, Mm -hmm. power and you're, and shifting things. And so this isn't medicine that stimulates that same, we call it a life uh, vital force or life force, you know, but vital force in homeopathy. And so our bodies are running from this vital force. And so homeopathy, the right remedy resonates with that and stimulates it to start healing. So your body is healing itself. So the medicine the remedies, we call them, isn't actually doing the work. It's the catalyst. So when that enters your body, it stimulates your body to go in the right direction of healing. And that's why it's so amazing because we're so amazing. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it's like nothing else when you witness it. Like, it's like magic. It's like, how the heck did this, what's going on? <laughs> like, this is mad. It's like, <laughs> it's like this secret that we have been yes that's been hidden from us isn't it this idea that we can actually heal ourselves and I suppose it comes into tapping and Reiki and energy work yeah yeah all these other modalities I suppose that's why they're becoming more popular is because Mm -hmm. we're realizing that actually what we have been told works to heal us doesn't really heal Mm -hmm. the cause it just has a surface level impact doesn't it and 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 benefits well, we won't go into that because it's a whole other po- um, the podcast, but like <laughs> benefits the few with a little bit of cash, right? Well, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely uh, an, another to- topic altogether. Um, yeah. But this this magic information that, and, and like you say, this focus on trust that our body yeah. has the ability to do what it needs to do to get back yeah. into balance um with the right support or the right yeah, environment yeah. and homeopathy is providing that nudge or that direction or that environment the nudge is a great word because we use that mm. very often it's nudging okay. it it's getting momentum going and that's exactly it so um you know and the other thing to think about is symptoms you know like you said earlier other you know allopathic forms of medicine and, you know, are treating the symptom. So whether it's a fever, you know, you have diarrhea, you have anxiety, you have constipation, whatever physical symptom, the medication is matched to the symptom, but the symptom is not the problem. Mm -hmm. So that's really key in understanding the fact that we are built an innate ability to heal. The symptom is the result of the actual disturbance that, you know, there's something within us that created that symptom you know, it doesn't come from outside of us. Mm -hmm. So that's the level this gets to that disturbance. And then like we just said, nudges it along in the right direction to then uproot and the symptom will just all of a sudden disappear or lessen up or, you know, and so that's, again, the symptoms are important because we use them to determine the whole picture, but they're not treating the symptom. So that's where to a lot of people, like I have a fever, what do I give? And that in itself, why there'll be like, five remedies 
because it's not treating the fever, it's treating the person. So homeopathy treats the whole person, not the symptom. So you can't just say, you know, well, what do I take for constipation? Well, I have to understand so much more because it's the whole person that's being treated. There's no one remedy for constipation. There's no one remedy even for fever, like in the acute illness, because again, did it come on after a shock? Were you, is it, did it come on really fast? Is it high? Did it come on very slow? Is it low? Mm -hmm. So all these things. And within that, you you can choose maybe the top three remedies and have a good um yeah it's a starter isn't there yeah so that's home prescribing and then um you know with what I do why you'd see a homeopath is um chronic issues you know it's one remedy for the whole person so it's literally like a connecting the dots picture so if you have things that are chronic which means you've been living with them for months or they keep recurring you know you can't treat that at home because you're not again matching a symptom to each of those things so for an example if you're anxious and you don't sleep or you have skin issues and you um constipation it's one remedy for all those things that's why you know western medicine is so focused on you know there's a liver doctor and then there's a um a heart specialist and there's a brain specialist and everything and for me and from any everything I've learned energetically and you know they're all again symptoms of thought patterns and energy that we have inherited or absorbed or um really rooted in the deep subconscious and I mean, yes, there's life-saving things that can be given by from a heart surgeon, et cetera. But really, like none of that is is addressing the person's like no. mindset and the, well, the disturbance that created all those yeah. things. Yeah. And exactly, absolutely. Like in emergency situations, we need that. There's no nobody can argue that. Absolutely. Yeah. But in chronic where they're missing the mark because exactly you're on five different medications for five different things. And you're going to five different specialists, like you just said. And that's my experience, like going to all these specialists for my son. Mm-hmm. I just like, this isn't, he's not healing. And I don't want to give him this medication because they kept piling it on, which obviously we know has side effects and you're not, we're not getting to the deep core of the vital force. Like this is the core of all of those symptoms is one entity, like the vital force we call it. And when that's disturbed, then we get all these symptoms in different ways. And that's so unique for everybody. So that's really important too. Homeopathy is so, so individual. So like I said, if you're coming for like maybe a similar diagnosis, you're going to have two different remedies because you're not the same person, even though the diagnosis is the same. And that's where in homeopathy, the diagnosis is irrelevant. We don't need that because it can be helpful, but it's all about how you experience that and how you express it, which is very, very different than the next person. Yeah, I was kind of while you were talking there, I was thinking earlier, like, it doesn't really matter what's wrong. You know, in a way, it's like how it's presenting. Yeah. And then the the remedy. Yeah. It's like naturally finds the original the root and starts to internally resolve it. And the mind, so it connects the mind, body, mental, emotional, the physical, and you know, energetically. And that's um so mental health and, you know, mental, emotional, um, you know, like anxieties, depression, obsessive compulsive disorders, all of that is also, it's so deep. And that's the level we go to of the mental, emotional, even when you're coming just for something physical. So it's that deep. So if you're coming for a skin issue, for an example, or a constipation, or, you know, something that's a physical complaint, um, 
we go that deep. So the case taking is literally from birth, even in utero all the way up till now. So it's an hour and a half long just for a skin issue because we're not treating the skin. Cause again, the skin is a reflection of the internal and you go to the dermatologist, you're in and out in five minutes and they give you a cream and off you go. And it might look like it's gone, but it's really not. And it's actually being suppressed. So suppression is a very big, big thing in our world right now. And then it will, that disturbance that created that is still there. So whether you're moving organ or anything like that, you know, it's, it's, um, deeper than that. And so we go to the mental, emotional level, like your traumas, your past, how you feel. Um, and that remedy is chosen for all of that. And so everything improves. So that's the beautiful thing. You come for one thing and then you're sleeping better and you're pooping better <laughs> and you feel happier and, um, your and your skin looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, it's, yeah. It's interesting. Um, you know, these two words, disturbances and then suppression. Yeah. But we, um, the suppression piece is actually huge, isn't it? Because yeah, there's so much going on. We naturally suppress all of our emotions. So we're not naturally mm-hmm. not allowing ourselves to let go. And I suppose if we, which is what tapping helps us do in other modalities, mm-hmm. if we encourage a letting go, you know, from child childhood onwards, then we're not naturally suppressing, we're naturally letting go. I wonder, would that have a big impact on physical health in later life? Because we have just experienced each situation individually and moved on from it, taken what we, you know, what we are learning from it, but not holding on to it the way we've kind of naturally been conditioned to do so. Absolutely. And that's so powerful because a lot of times it's, very common and and wanted really and expected when I give a remedy with a lot of suppression, they crying, there's a lot of crying Mm -hmm. and release or even anger. And some people are like, I feel worse. (laughs) I'm angry today. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's been buried because that's like, you know, upon the intake, it's like, no, I, I never cry or I don't get angry. And we all have that, like that's human nature to have to feel that. Mm-hmm. And when we're in an environment that we weren't allowed to express perhaps as a child, or, you know, we're shamed for perhaps saying your opinion that gets stuffed down. And we so often forget, like our minds think, oh, I'm over it. But our bodies, like you said, energetically hold on to that energy. And then it it comes out as even autoimmune diseases and uh, chronic illness later in life. And that's, again, we connect all of that because that's where the intake goes and versus, yeah, you got modern medicine doesn't, you know, clearly the stress and the illness is there because doctor, you know, we all know stress, always stress level it's caused by stress, but then what do they do with that? (laughs) What are you supposed to do? Like that's not almost annoying hearing the impact stress has yeah. from a doctor because like it's like they just blame everything on stress and then they don't, aren't able to provide <laughs> any form of stress relief yeah you know, they actually do go say like oh go meditate and stuff but actually you know meditation yeah, doesn't, yeah. doesn't naturally fit for a lot of people and also yeah. that doesn't help you let go of serious trauma meditation yeah. if if you have had very serious trauma could be the worst place to send somebody because they're yeah. absolute um our reaction yeah oh absolutely and that's why I love to the partner like the you know collaborating and partnering with other modalities like if you you know seeing a homeopath and if there is a lot of mental emotional things that need to come up to have like tapping or mm-hmm. a therapist as well yeah to help when those things are moving, you know, up, it's hard. Exactly. Like you said, if you don't have the proper to support, 
the proper support to, you know, go through that, that's scary and frightening. And um, perhaps the person isn't ready to, you know, what's going to come up to come up. Um, yeah. yeah totally. sure. So the, these disturbances, where do they come from? Again, that's so individual. I think, again, it's never the events or the, the trauma experience, how we perceive and interpret them and absorb them. Right. So again, like, well, I, I hear people, well, I had that and I'm fine. Well, maybe you didn't perceive it as such as someone else did it. And again, I think that's another whole podcast. I think too, like you said, are we born like handing down and from generations yes. and past lives, which you could keep going. And perhaps we're coming into this life already with that energetic, we call them miasms, even like holding on to ancestral trauma Yeah. that, um, remedies can get so deep and powerful to help unlock. Like, it's really like unlocking what's been stuck, even if it's not ours, you know, we can kind of come into this life with, uh, with other things or even absorb other things. Can, I've just had full body shivers. Can help me up with the release past life programming. Yeah. Again, I mean, I love working with other modalities too, that, you know, you have people that can kind of uh, energy healers, mm-hmm. but yeah, we call them miasms and they get really deep to, to kind of unlock that past inherited um, trait that's been imprinted in the energetic body, not the yeah. genetic, you know, it's deeper yeah. than our genes. And this is the power of this. And the irony is that this has been over 200 years old. Like homeopathy is nothing new. But yet it just feels like it's like, you know, crazy futuristic stuff and it's really not. Yeah. Yeah. So where, yeah. Talk about the history of it then. So 200 years old doesn't feel very long, you know, really think of like acupuncture and acupressure, maybe 5,000 years old. Um, And it does feel quite new. Yeah. And the like cures like has been around like that theory of like cures like, but Samuel Hahnemann is the, you know, the the founder of homeopathy. And he found that by, um, he, it was back when malaria was really rampant and he found he was, he's a medical, he was a medical doctor and he was discouraged kind of like with the, what they were using, like bloodletting and purging, like really horrific back then. And so he wanted a more gentle way of helping to heal people. And he found the bark of this chinchona tree, when he consumed it, he got the same symptoms as those that had malaria. So he's like, oh, you know, so he took that and he diluted it. So that's, again, the whole premise of what homeopathy is. It's things that can cause sickness and poison, but when they're diluted, they become, they release the energetic healing ability and all the toxins are gone because it's diluted. So he diluted that same substance that made him ill. And when he gave it to the um, people that were sick with malaria, they started improving and they got better. So that was the first remedy. And, um, and it's, yeah. And so it just was born from there. And then, you know, over time, creating new remedies and remedies are, you know, from plants, animals, minerals, even disease tissues, you know, we can, there's everything. And when you take that substance that some of them are toxic and some are, you know, and you dilute it, it becomes the more you dilute it, the more powerful it becomes. And that's very opposite from what, so that's the whole concept is hard to grasp because we don't have, we lose trust in our bodies. So for one, we got to begin to trust. And um, understanding that the higher the number on the vial, that means it's diluted more times and it actually becomes like stronger, so to speak. Yeah. That is because I, I always think like, oh, I want um, Arnica, I want 200C. But in my mind, that's because it's 200 times more powerful or whatever, you know, like, but actually it's 200 times 
Diluted. Diluted, which is actually resonating deeper. So it can deeply get to the level of the vital force, you know, because again, it's energetic based. It's more of a quantum, quantum medicine, really, because it's by it's deeper than the physical body. And that's where, again, it's, it's, it's amazing because you can, that's why you can use it with other, um, you know, modalities or other, even prescription meds. If you're on something, there's no interaction, like there's zero because it's literally at a different level. So, so okay. So it's not actually impacting the physical body. It's in, impacting the energetic. Yeah. Body. And when that's, when that's stimulated, which is our vital force, then that starts going in the right direction. And then our physical body responds. Adapts. Yeah. Yeah. Which is then the reverse. So just playing this out, the energetic disturbance, which could be the emotion and negative emotion that we feel from a particular experience. Then if, if, if left in the body manifests in the physical, which is creating. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it could be a shock too. Like that's where, how many times do we hear too? Like after a stressful event, people get sick or, um, ever since like, and ever since, um, you know, I hear like, it's been ever since like, you know, a loss or a grief, like a passing of a family member or an accident or even a financial loss. And then someone has a chronic illness diagnosis that is so very common. And that's what we we're like, um, detectives, you know, when we do a case taking and we go and we're like, Oh, so it was ever since, you know, never yeah, well. I'm like, exactly the same. I always say to my yeah. trainees, think of yourself as a detective. Like you're going yeah. on that journey, that timeline with them to find the root cause. Um, yeah. where's the event. And, you know, I always say, what did they make that experience mean? What was yeah. the, the belief or decision made based on that? And we don't have to know that that's the thing with homeopathy, because again, yeah, uh, we take with what is being presented right now at a state, but upon case taking, if we find that or that, and I love the aha moment in a client and the light bulb goes off, like, oh, I didn't even realize that that's when I started or, you know, even the awareness in the client, like healing starts in the intake, I find because the consultation, I'll never forget when I saw my first homeopath, it's like a therapy session. And because you're really, you're being heard, it's a space, it's, there's no judgment. I'm not telling you, you have to do this. There's no protocols. There's no cleanses. There's no, like when I ask about foods, I, sometimes people tell me, I think what I want, I'm like, I don't care what you eat. Like you eat whatever you want. I just want to know, are you, what do you crave? Cause all of that helps determine for me to just come up with the remedy. Cause it's a remedy picture. And if they're, mm-hmm. if they crave salty foods or spicy or sweets, like I don't care, you know, I'm not here to tell you what to eat. Um, it's just, again, like a detective, like just really understanding you, like the essence, it's really an essence of who you are. And that matches the essence of the remedy. And then that's when it comes together, they resonate and then the momentum gets going. And, and that's very deep um, prescribing. That's when you see a homeopath and yeah. home prescribing, like we talked about a little bit earlier, was like colds and flus and all of that. You can learn, like, that's my passion is to educate mothers and or caregivers to do that at home because it it's an art, you know, and it can be confusing and overwhelming, but I try to take that out to really simplify. And if you have like 10 remedies, even five just to start, like they can cover so much because the remedy doesn't treat the symptom, it treats the person. So that one remedy can do so many amazing things. Um, yeah, it's no, great. And I, Arnica is always a great one to start out with. Cause that's more like that one is it's like, if you have an injury, you just know to go take Arnica. So that's a beautiful one to start with too. I noticed that, um, some of my bottles are, are very few doses left in them compared uh, to others, you know, so 
the Asanites. Oh, Aconite. Yeah, I was going to say that's in my top five. <laughs> yeah, the Arnica. Yeah. The, um, what was it? Pulsetta. Pul- Pul- Pulsatilla. Pulsatilla. And then the Nux Bomb. Nux Bombica, yeah. And, and Rust Tox. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nux Bombica is amazing to have too. Um, the Nux Bombica, or Nux Bombica, Arnica, Aconite, 100%. That's like probably my favorite remedy and, yeah, I've uh, barely any of that left. I yeah. Mean, I'm going to have to get some kind of, how, how do you refill these things? Yeah, you. I think, I'm sure through Helios, you can. Direct, um, like, I'm sure that they have there. refills or you can just buy bigger. Yeah. 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 Um, I had written down there something. Oh, when you were saying about the resonance of the, the remedy, but basically, does it kickstart the body to remind itself who it is? Like, yeah, I love that. You, how you just said that is, is really nice. Um, that's exactly what it does. It comes in and almost gives a nudge to be like, hey, you know what you're doing. I'm going to guide you or I'm going to get kickstarted because it's, it's a catalyst. Yes. So that's, that's exactly what it's doing. Yeah, you said it very well. Um, or it's igniting your body to start doing what it needs to do. Because again, a fever, and again, when I teach and my passion, it's really about understanding you and your power. And then you start to understand homeopathy. So I really love, like when you learn homeopathy, you learn about how powerful you are. And when you understand the power, then you can understand homeopathy. And because it's really getting in there and like a fever, for an example, our body is so smart, like it's heating up, like that's brilliant. And so why are we suppressing that? You know, because of out of fear, because we were told to, and most times we're not trusting our body. So when you come in with aconite, for an example, and you give it you're supporting the body with what it's already doing. So you're getting under it like a cheerleader and you're kind of like, here, I'm going to help you. And then the fever comes down because you're, you're helping it do what it's already doing versus Mm -hmm. stopping it. Um, So that's, yeah, it's really supportive. Yeah. That, cause like, that's when I would have got in within that neurofen and cowpole. And actually they're now, they're now saying to not give it straight away. Yeah. You know, okay. let the body have a bit more time with the fever. <laughs> so that's interesting that that kind of is that's basically what you would do is you you yeah. do it with the chilling support rather yeah. than present, which is what we've kind of naturally been con- conditioned to do. Yeah, which I get. I mean, being a mom, it's mm. scary. And even two-year-old, like no one wants to have that or an ear infection. So an ear infection too, like your body is it's screaming, like it's speaking. And so we're going to go in and stimulate and catalyze with the right remedy to start pushing it in the right direction to then do what it needs to do to recalibrate itself, to rebalance, to then uproot, like to heal that ear infection. But I get it. It's, you know, and again, times, but again, it's trusting and leaning into when you understand if it's not life-threatening, then let's, and even, you know, our, our perception of, and again, that's why I love treating moms <laughs> and helping moms because a lot of times they come with their children and a lot of, I can see and feel in the mom that they need some support with well. anxiety and mental, emotional. And um, so then the kid, the child can feel that as well, but yeah, it really is coming in and, and encouraging your body to do what it knows how to do. This is really just about energetics, isn't it? Like, yeah. The energy it's and and learning about homeopathy helps you learn about energy and yeah. vibrations and how everything manifests in the in the energy field. So not just the physical body, but the kind of layers of density that we encompass and take up. And um, and that is the power, isn't it? That's the knowledge. That's 
really helpful in navigating life when you have a real understanding of energy. That's it. And I think, like I said, now back kind of where I was saying with my events that came in that were like traumatizing or my biggest fear, because I would be terrified of cancer growing up, like just, you know, and now I don't. So because of that and me learning about homeopathy and becoming a homeopath, you know, I don't, I just, it's so much easier now. And it's been a work and it's a journey. Like that's my journey. And to be able to surrender to what life, whether it's a health issue or just things that you're putting resistance to, I can see when I'm putting resistance to something and that's happening and outside of me, you know, and just to go with it. And again, it is that very homeopathic way of living, like stepping in, trusting what comes your way mm-hmm. is you can't change it. You don't have to like it, but so to, to be able to work with, with it versus resisting and fighting. Cause again, that energy is very, very different. You know, when you go into a situation, the intent of what's happening within us, you know, if something is happening outside of us, so it truly has changed my life. We really, you know. Yeah. And you're preventing further stuff happening to you down the line because you're, you know, it's how you react to these situations and that determines, you know, how you're going to feel in the future around in, in your body and stuff. So you doing all this work now and clearing through so much, I assume, let's touch wood now, that in the future <laughs> you will, um, that your body will, you know, maybe be more resilient. So like, where does it connect with resilience? Yes. And so um, I think, like we just said, energetically, when you step to step into and trust what life brings um, without control and control is a big thing, which is suppression. We're trying to control what happens around yes. us all where it has to go this way or else. And that's just creates stress in your body because you're resisting what is when you're trying to control, but health wise, yes, physically. So susceptibility is a huge thing. So again, it's never the bacteria around us. It's not the virus. It's, are we susceptible to it and to what extent? So, you know, seeing we all have that experience within our family when we all have the flu or a stomach bug or something, and maybe one of us don't get it. And one of us do, or we get it, but it's very mild. And then the other person is, has it severe. So it's like, well, like right there, that's proof that it's not just about the virus or allergies, for an example, it has to be something in us. So right there, that was my mindset and how I found homeopathy, because I'm like this, there's something like, why are we ignoring our bodies? Like we have a big role to play. It's like, it takes two to tangle here. It's not just that. And so when you strengthen deep within at the vital force level, you become less susceptible to those things. So over time, when you're exposed to those germs that we're all fearful of, they won't penetrate because you're at a, your vital force is, is really strengthened. So yes, that, that has everything. And then you just, you're less susceptible and, but we're supposed to get sick too. And that's again, the trust. Mm. It's okay like a clearing. A yeah. And to trust those symptoms, like a discharge or diarrhea, like we want to stop that. And it's, we're fighting against what our body's trying to get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's support it versus um, coming at it and resisting. So yeah, it just builds a better resilience overall. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking of COVID, right? So I know it's yeah. a controversial topic, but like, you yes. know, your description there of you know a family getting sick and some people getting more sick than others just made me really think of it so kind of what have you seen from your world around um how to support ourselves in that way maybe yeah well for one learning at home prescribing home kit like you have so when symptoms do come you can fully support without suppressing but to see a homeopath and have like a constitutional remedy is what we call it uh, that's 
specifically chosen for you in that moment to take, that's really, really helps uproot um, whether you're in an active, you know, you can use that or, you know, when you have a homeopathic care, homeopath working with you, then they're there to support those acute symptoms as well. But yeah, over time, when you take a constitutional remedy, then you're just less susceptible to that. And then not only that, the mental emotional releases, if there's a lot of fear involved, because many people are very fearful and that fear alone lowers your immune system. And the irony is you're going to get it more than the person that's, (laughs) if you're doing all those outside things like hand sanitizing and all that out of Mm -hmm. fear, and you're sheltering yourself, that's a disservice really, because you're trying, again, that control issue, right? There's no trust in the body and it's all like, it's only outside of me. I have to stop it. And that alone, as you know, is a lower vibration and makes you, you're more susceptible yeah. to illness. So yeah, just so that when you get a homeopathic constitutional remedy, it helps shift the mental emotional level to help let go. Like we said earlier of that fear or help bring the awareness to us. So much awareness comes up when you, you know, when you start using homeopathy at a deep level, because to let, to be able to let go or to make those decisions too, of, um, I'm going to, you know, if you're stuck in something and it's like, I just hate my life and I hate my job and all this. And after remedy, I've had people, Oh, I've quit my job or like they all of a sudden have that awareness or the power or the confidence to follow through with, to maybe help let go of things on the outside that weren't helping their, their health. Amazing. So how yeah. um, have you seen homeopathy support long COVID? Because I know personally, I know a few people suffering from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's been very profound. There's been so many studies, there's a lot of science too out of India, because I know they had a, you know, obviously that was a big thing. Um, but no, it's for long COVID again, when you treat deep down at the vital force level and you're stimulated, you can get in and there are, have been remedies definitely specifically more for certain symptoms of long COVID, you know, like even the loss of taste or just never felt again, that never well since, right. Never well since COVID. Energy, I think a lot of people have suffered from just never recovering their life force energy. Yeah. And, and acute. Absolutely. I mean, COVID there's a lot of remedies that have the the top ones, like during the active, if you are actively sick with it, absolutely. But yeah, the, the long haul COVID it's, you know, there's lots of support there and yeah it'd be better right. to get a um consultation to kind of work that, you would want to see a homeopath for yeah. any long haul symptoms like that because that's kind of out of the realm of home prescribing home prescribing is great for the acute moment like a fever mm-hmm. comes on and even then that can be overwhelming especially if you don't have a kit at home it's like well what are you going to do so it's great to have a home kit like you have and then if you have a homeopath most homeopaths are there during acute times to help support, to say, oh no, take this remedy. Um, but then if something's cr- like long-term or keeps recurring, like the long haul COVID or any, you know, fevers once a month, for an example, or I get strep throat every year in that moment, yeah. you can learn to treat it, but to uproot why you're susceptible to it is why you, you, know, yeah. Yeah, you need a practitioner. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about allergies in families? So I know of multiple families that have the mom may have an allergy and then the kids have allergies and, mm. and they're quite severe, you know, the peanuts yeah. and, yeah. and, and the, the symptoms of them are, are, are very severe in, in terms of, yeah. you know, vomiting, diarrhea and illness. And, and then, you know, uh, what is it when your throat closes? That one. Oh, the anaphylactic. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Yeah. And other times where, yeah, you need emergency care right away. And thank goodness we have those, uh, those that available, right? Like the, yes, an or something like that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Again, 
to me, my, my curiosity goes like, why are there so many <laughs> today? Cause back when I was a kid, I don't recall anyone at my school having a peanut allergy, you know, now obviously it's just mainstream. So that right there is like, what is going on? Like I start getting curious, like there's something within us and, you know, there's lots of things that you can start connecting it to, but um, like that alone is what's going on. And so again, it's within the person. And unless there's a genetic thing that we can't be changed, I think homeopathy absolutely can be so deep. And if it is, like I had said, or like you mentioned, like passed down even, or whether it's genetic or more the energetic or um, the miasm can really be powerful for that to really go deep. Um, Yeah, I've seen kids. So again, like severe allergies, working with a homeopath obviously is is necessary. but eventually get back. Yeah. Less and less seasonal allergies too. just eventually every summer or every spring, they just get less and less. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I've, um, even with hay fever and tapping, I've cured my hay fever allergy by just tapping. Um, I'm safe simply because in that environment, obviously there's something going on that is stimulating my body into thinking that, you know, I am in danger. So I've, managed to over you know a couple of seasons like you said just to do that and oh wow that's awesome it's it's really lowered if not gotten rid I'll I'll check now in a few months or a few weeks the the tree pollen and the grass pollen is going to be coming out again um so yeah that's it's a similar thing isn't it just training the body reacting in that way Oh, that's really, yeah. That's so interesting with the tapping. Yeah. Like my son has severe, the one that had all the ear issues had severe seasonal allergies and I don't have any. So that, again, it's interesting. Like we blame the pollen or we blame, you know, like, yeah, it's there, but I I don't have any, you know, and he's like, eyes are water, like just everything. So clearly something, it's not the pollen, you know, it's in us that's responding. So when you understand that again, that mindset shift, but yeah, like seeing a homeopath, like, you know, goes deep to uproot the susceptibility over time. And then in the moment, there's certainly remedies, you know, like allium sepa is made from onion. And that, you know, we think about when you cut an onion, what happens? you know, the burning eyes, runny nose. Mm -hmm. So that's a very common allergy medicine because that's a lot of symptoms of allergies. So I just gave my son that last night, actually a couple of doses and he, yeah, it's amazing. So in the moment it's helping, but then we're also doing the deeper work to uproot. So it's less each year. Um, yeah. So funny because I'm thinking like the, the crossover with tapping in a way is because you can do a lot of like high level tapping to in the moment feel better, but actually doing the deeper work with a practitioner, going back to the root causes and then the multiple other tools like we throw in the mix as well. And um, I do a lot of ancestral work. Past life comes up oh. naturally sometimes in the conversation, things like that. And um, that then stops it from going forward. So you don't need the ongoing remedy or you don't need yeah, yeah, exactly tapping, it. Yeah. Um, because you've dealt with the root. But in, in the moment, so the home kit is great for kind of navigating the everyday yes. or, or not the everyday, sorry, the more acute issues but the chronic stuff the the things that are the patterns that are behave are coming up all the time that's where the deeper work with the practitioner would yeah come. exactly yep that's exactly it i'm an eft tapping practitioner and trainer and i work with women all around the world helping them truly let go so they can shape their own future free from the conditioning and shackles of the past i've created a tapping into motherhood membership and community 
where we meet monthly to tap on emotions and issues that are coming up for us. We enjoy guest speakers and I create a tapping script or meditation for the month too. As well as that, you have access to a library of over 160 tapping videos, meditations, resources and courses. So visit tappingformoms.com forward slash join dash membership. Where does birth and you mentioned birth and in utero, because again, in my work, our own births from my experience is, is so influential on our, our lives. Mm-hmm. And often it doesn't show up till a lot later, often maybe when our, we become parents ourselves and, and yeah. uh, go through the birth experience again it kind of awakens maybe some of our own traumas how do you feed the birth and in utero experience impacting um so yeah a lot of times with with kids uh, because a lot of times with when I'm seeing adults they don't know you know they don't have their mother there they weren't sure but the state of the mother is powerful so for children most of the time the intake comes from the mom um and yeah that state she was in, if there was an accident or a shock or a grief or physical illness or medications, even anything like that is really important because clearly they're one, like you're literally one being, even though you have separate souls and separate energies, you're still strongly connected. And as you know, after we give birth, the connection we have with our children is like nothing else. So that is so powerful because a lot of times, like I said, when the child's coming for an issue, if it's a behavioral issue, which is most often and connected with the physical things like that, like ear infections and what have you, I look at what was going on and even the mother. And that's why I encourage even a mother child intent. Like a lot of times, a lot of practitioners won't take some children without treating the mother first. And I do find it very powerful because, um, that energetic, when you help the mother shift and become more harmonized than the child sometimes may not even need a remedy because that they feel like we feed off our parents, right? The children feel us. And so when you start with ourselves and shift, it's so powerful for our children. So yeah, in utero, when they're there, you know, if whatever has happened can be a significant, and many times the remedy is the same. I prescribe the same remedy for a mother and child. Um, after case taking, it just happened to be the same remedy, which was really cool. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. What about, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking of booking a session with you. <laughs> my, uh, yeah. My, um, you know, so I had uh, a loss we lost our daughter um and then a year and a week later I had another baby and oh, obviously the, oh. it, yeah it was quite you know timeline was very short and oh, looking wow. back and in retrospect I wasn't ready mentally and I wasn't ready physically oh. but you know I did feel like at the time it was a relief but then also brought on whole other stuff which is what oh, led yeah. me happening in a way because I was like I need something to help me through this yeah. um, and he was born by planned C-section and he has control issues, mm. <laughs> which I feel is because I, well, we decided to take him out before he was ready, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so do you see that, like the, the impact of that on kids? Yeah, I think it all, again, it's the whole case and the whole picture. Yeah, so also, that's the- also, he was in a body that was filled of grief for a period yeah. of time and, you know, I physically wasn't ready or mentally oh, wasn't for, sure. for it. So he was in that energy. Um, so yeah, it would be interesting to to work with yeah. you to actually see as some of his symptoms now as a seven and a half year old, would they be eased with some support? 
Oh, absolutely. I think because they absorb that, like even not even consciously aware, you know, like no, he has no memory, but that energy of that fear, loss, sadness, anger, whatever, like that's a lot to to Mm -hmm. feel and absorb. And so they're taking on that. Um, you know how we feel when we're with people, even we don't even know you can kind of feel. So imagine, yeah. And so that's, again, that's how powerful that connection is. Um, yeah. That's the depth that remedies get to is to help move that and unlock it. And if, if that's, and then if it's creating physical symptoms or behavioral behavior things or sleep issues or wetting the bed, or there's just so much. So again, you take the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's quite, yeah, it's, he's, still, it's um, he's only just stopped weeing at night time actually and he's seven and oh, a half okay. so that was definitely oh, yeah yeah that's interesting yeah, yeah there's just really a lot of fear in those cases because I've there's been quite a few of older children that have are still wetting the bed and there's always a fear um there's something clearly you know um in there and yeah you know I just want to say for anybody listening who has also gone through a similar thing you know I know and I'm very comfortable with the fact that I you know, I didn't consciously inflict anything on Casper. It was just what happened, right? So, you know, I didn't set out to imprint him with grief. Oh, or, no. You know, yeah. nobody consciously does. It's just what naturally happens. And like I did um, my EFT first sessions while he was in neutral, you know, so there was a lot of time, you know, I did work hard to clear, but, yeah. you know, probably not going to clear everything. And like, that's okay. And, you know, I'm comfortable and, and and confident that I'm I have done and I am doing the best mm-hmm. that I can as a mother. And um, and I hope that anybody listening who's also going through the same situation or has had loss and then children afterwards, that they also mm-hmm. don't feel guilt or shame because this is just this is energetics and it's the way our bodies work and it's not something you consciously choose to do and sometimes you're consciously trying to avoid the thing that you want like that you that is actually happening um so yeah I just wanted to 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 make that note that you know there is no one's at fault for any of this the the ancestral piece and the past life piece like it's just what is happening it's it's not because anybody's chosen to consciously bring through pain or trauma from the past. I think that's so important. You brought that up because exactly. And I, I do a podcast too, actually with two other homeopaths and we have an episode of it, heal the mother, heal the child. And again, which is what we talk about the energetics and absolutely it's no, it's not to put shame or guilt. It's the opposite. It's almost like we are this powerful, like let's start with healing ourselves because we can impact our children so much because being a mom of four and my older kids, I get it. Like I still, I'm still on my journey. We're always healing and evolving Mm -hmm. and growing of the guilt and the redos. Like, I'm like, Oh, I messed up. (laughs) Um, You know, it's just like, we just want to go back and redo it with how we currently are, but we had to be in that. And it's, again, it's so powerful to step into that to use all that, like as part of his experience, like maybe he he had to go through this. You had to go yeah. through this and yeah. to see it yeah. as empowerment, not shame and guilt and blame. Absolutely. So I'm really glad you brought that up because that's not my, being a mom, I get it, but yeah. it just, I use that to empower me instead of go down the hole of, oh, shame. I took, yeah. Yeah. No, shame and guilt are like the densest, heaviest things we could feel. So absolutely. I am very anti-guilt as some people will know after listening to my podcast you know um it's not something I encourage at all um so yeah I just wanted to kind of make that clear yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that, 
that is that is really interesting I'd like to explore that further to yeah. see if there's something there that could support him he also struggles with reading um yeah so his confidence is really knocked at the moment and so I would love to oh yeah no, that's exactly the type of cases I see. And um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like focus is better. They're, you know, easier. They're going to bed easier. It's just like, they're like, what the heck? Child. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it, it, it all, it's so personal and, and it takes mm. time. And, you know, you think of how long our with children, they're so vital and powerful. So we often see things quite quickly, but you think of adults too, how long we've lived like this or how, you know, so it takes, it's not like a quick fix. And so follow-ups yeah. are really important because, you know, you don't just take a remedy and off you go. Like we need to, you know, we I include the follow-up for that reason, because mm. it's like, let's see how you responded. Do we need to tweak it? Do we need to change the remedy? Do we need to go up in potency? Do we need, you know, um, cause one time, sometimes one dose, that's all it, you know, every two weeks, one dose every day. So it all depends on the person, their sensitivity. And then we follow up and it's like an onion. And then in that moment, you know, I see a different person sometimes in front of me from the very first consult. So now it's like, okay, now the remedy, you don't, you know, you're different. The remedy's different now. So as you shift, the remedy goes with you. Um, yeah, that's again, so it's why. kind of a journey that you're taking. Yeah. With- the consultant and the remedy itself yeah. um and then yeah so it like no two I suppose no two people or no two prescriptions are the same in a way so no, you, never right okay so it's very 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 personal that's amazing. so when someone says oh I have anxiety what do I take like you can imagine now understanding all this why yeah. Okay, well, there's literally almost a thousand remedies that if I look up, <laughs> we have this thing called a repertory and we go in and if I put in anxiety, there's literally like a thousand. And then within yeah. that, there's sub, we call them rubrics and sub rubrics. And so it's like, well, how do you feel? Like what, what triggers it? What, how are you feeling it? Where do you feel it in your body? Let's, and then we go back from birth till now and I get the whole picture. So it's not the anxiety, like that word you know, what does that mean? <laughs> what yeah. does that mean for you? The label. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how unique it is. Yeah. Amazing. So um, just to leave, um, oh, just a couple of things to cover. Right. Is there anything yeah. it doesn't work on and any time we should not use it or any risks? Yeah, no. I mean, homeopathy is safe for everybody during pregnancy, breastfeeding, um, babies. It's so, you know, it's always best to work with a practitioner just for dosing and especially if you're unsure, but it's safe, you know, even on medications and it's, it's great. Like there are no interactions and side effects. So there's really no time not to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are maybe one, a couple remedies like near the end of pregnancy, not to do, cause it could help bring on, you know, which again, that's why homeopathy for labor and delivery is so amazing. Mm-hmm. But again, working, you'd want to work with a homeopath with all that. Um, and, um, yeah. And about, I think you had asked me who shouldn't use it or is there times? Yeah. So is there, <laughs> when should we not use homeopathy? I suppose if your leg is yeah. off or you're having a heart attack. Well, obviously, yeah. If, if it's life-threatening, you need to go get an emergency yeah. Or you can't breathe or absolutely. I mean, you need to get emergency medical care. Absolutely. But really than that, like there's, there's not any time not to use it because it's so supportive. Like it's really supporting. So even if you broke a bone, you're going to go to the hospital and get a cast, like absolutely. But then you bring in a remedy like Arnica right away to help with the swelling and the pain. Um, and then some phytum is a remedy that helps stimulate the body to fuse the bone. And so you're just helping support the the body with what it, it knows how to 
fuse the bone. Like that's what it does. And so we just help that. And then there's even cell salts, which is a whole other uh, cellular support that you can bring in. And that's really amazing to learn um, at home. And cause it stimulates more of the body with it's more mineral based. And so it's not a supplement by any means it's stimulating the body again to help to be able to absorb those things that we eat. Cause again, that's why supplements, when we take a supplement or take it, we're like, do we even know if our body needs this and are we yeah. absorbing it? Or is there something blocking that absorption? And so the, again, there's so much depth when you start being wow. treated homeopathically to help unlock things of why perhaps you're not absorbing things too. Amazing. Um, yeah. we, so the home stuff, let's just quick recap for yeah. anybody now going, yes, sign me up. I want, I want this <laughs> in my life. Um, yeah. The asinites for coughs is what I've been using it for. The aconitum. Yeah. It's, that is amazing for um, anything that comes on fast and furious quick. Like you think of aconite and, or after, if you got cold, like a chill, like if you're out in a cold day and then something like you get a fever or you get wet, like if you're after swimming, even in the summer and something happens or a shock, like if something shocked you, like a, anything that's um, jarring, like a intense to the nervous system at the mental emotional level or physical you would want like that, that remedy and so that's it's one of my top five yeah. absolutely and if you could only have one well arnica is for sure and then aconite absolutely um like panic attack if you have a, anything that comes on like fast and furious like after a fright um if you're hyperventilating and you have a panic attack you would use aconite um so again it's that one remedy helps with fevers it helps yeah. with sore throats and ear infection a panic attack it's it, that's where it's so amazing and the art of it, you know, to learn. So again, you learn the situation that would call for aconite, not, you know, aconite doesn't just match this. It, if you have it presenting after all those things, or it came on fast, like 104 fever and it came out of nowhere, you would give aconite or a headache, a pounding headache. Um, yeah. So it's, it's so amazing. So that one definitely. Wow. Yeah. A cough. Okay. Oh, and it's the number one remedy for croup. So like you said, it's for a cough that just starts out of nowhere, aconitum. Yeah. Well, most times, hundred percent of the times I'm almost confident to say would like knock it out. Um, if it was indicated. Yeah. Okay. What else then? So we've got Arnica, aconites. Let's do top five. Oh, okay. Um, Nuxvamica, which I know you're familiar with. You said yeah, Nuxvam. Yep. That is so again, so keywords are really something when I teach, I just did like a one-on-one class to really get the basics. And I went over these top five, um, overindulging. So anything that comes on, like, you know, you eat too much at your holiday meal, or you have too much alcohol, too much of a good time, or even kids overdoing it, like at a party and they're running hard and it's a hot summer day and they're eating candy and ice cream. And then all of a sudden they have a fever that would match Nuxvamica. So again, you can see the fever, the Nuxvamica essence is very different than the aconite essence, even though they could both help a fever. Um, but in general, like a lot of gas, um, bloating, um, you know, vomiting is very Nuxvamica too. After it usually comes on after like overindulging or overdoing it. Um, and they're usually very irritable and they're cold. So again, once you understand the essence of a remedy, then the person that has that, it becomes, starts to become easier to know when to choose that remedy. It's a great one for kids because it's just overdoing it. They have too much candy, can't sleep. Next time I go, would be great. <laughs> right. And I used to take it for nausea when I was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the top one for that as well. Yeah. There's a lot for um, morning sickness and things like that. But next Vomica is great for if you feel nauseous and that dry retching, almost like you can't like get it out, but you feel like you have to. Yeah. Okay. And then number four, 
Um, let's see, which is my, oh, Gelsemian. Are you familiar with that one? Oh yeah. I have that. Yeah. Yeah. So that one is so great for like, it's more of a slow onset. So it's like that you feel like aconite, if all of a sudden it comes on fast, like, oh my God, I have this headache and pounding. Whereas Gelsemium's like, I kind of feel like that scratchy throat and I'm tired, low grade feet, you know, like that fluey, it's, it's a number one remedy for the flu. So that very achy, slow, very achy, cold, kind of nervous feeling. Um, Gelsemium is amazing. It's, it's a great one. And it's also good for um, anticipatory anxiety. So like before flying on a plane or before you have to give a speech or get in, you know, your child has a play or is one of the ones that is great to help calm that fearful nervousness as well. Um, so that's one I love because it's just, it's a great flu remedy. So it's just so often indicated. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. And last one. Um, I would say arsenicum album. I don't know if that one is. Oh yeah, I have that. Yes, yeah. I I, know, I thought like arson, you know, like that. Yeah, again, it's arsenic, so that's yeah. poisonous. But once it's diluted, so that's like the premier one for food poisoning. So, so again, as much as I'm saying they're individual, that one encompasses because most people have very similar symptoms when they have food poisoning. So that's why we can match it to that. But arsenicum album is also great for sore throats, colds, you know, everything. That's why these remedies help the same thing, but then with the same thing, thing, there's different remedies. So that's where it can be. But arsenicum album is um, great for like diarrhea, like a stomach bug. The vomiting diarrhea is a big, really the stomach flu is is a great one if there's diarrhea as well. Um, And they can be very anxious too, you know, a little more nervous. So it's, you know, when we use it deeply and chronically, it can be very deep for anxious people worried about their health. They can be fidgety, restless, you know, kind of wanting to know, am I okay? So if, if your child has a sore throat too, because it's burning, so burning is a keynote. So again, like a lot of diarrhea might be burning in nature. If you have a burning sore throat, oh, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that, so if they fit that um, personality part Does of our Seneca. How do you remember all this? Like this so Oh, <laughs> remember about each remedy. Yeah. Again, years of study. It's a three, yeah. we studied for three to four years when we go to school for this. And we learn the, like we call these, you know, polycrest remedies, really common ones. And, you know, so we really, I really get to know the remedy. Like I know my child. So a lot of them I know. And again, like there's thousands and thousands and thousands of remedies that are really small and unknown. And, um, but these ones are very well known and they're great. Like that's why they're in home kits. So yeah. to learn at home. Yeah. So obviously a lot of this stuff is accessible from the local health. Oh yeah. All of those. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But what about say, say you and I had a consultation and you recommended me something that was quite rare. Like how would I actually go about getting it? So Helios, if being where you are, I'm sure that's easy to order from. Um, they have everything. Yeah. yeah they have okay. every single remedy you could ever that, oh, okay. that or um in the u.s and canada i'm actually canadian so i am in canada as well but i'm currently living in the states and i drop ship from a pharmacy here ones that would be rare so i would provide that but if it's overseas um helios is fantastic they have everything yeah okay okay so we shouldn't worry about kind of accessing everything. No, the basics you can get like Helios is great. And then Boron, I'm not sure if you have that over there as common as we do Boron um, company. And then uh, you can go buy them online from their site as well. Okay, brilliant. And then you mentioned dosing. So um, I've often given kind of one tablet. I know that the girls in my membership have recommended putting the dose in water and then tapping the water glass. And I'm kind of confused about that. 
what is how do you take the remedy and how the best to do it because yeah. sometimes I give it after the, they've eaten their breakfast and I, I wonder <laughs> oh my god is it gonna work is it not yeah and work? that those are guidelines like technically when I give a remedy I give kind of guidelines and I, I just did a one-on-one class like I said last week that went over all of this so it's actually okay. really great we broke all that down but um yeah, it, it, that can be overwhelming. But really, again, once you understand and the art of it, it, it just becomes like you just know. Um, yeah, so dry dosing or wet dosing is how I refer to that. And, you know, I always say three doses, three pellets, sorry, as a dose. But again, the reason for that, because some on the a lot of vials, it will say five. And like you just said, I gave one. So the number is that at one time in one go. Yeah. But so the reason is it's never the amount of pellets. So you could give that whole vial at one time and that would be the same as the one pellet. Okay. So I've only ever effect. given one. And that's fine. Okay. The reason I was just trained for some reason with four actually from my mentor, my homeopath. And then I started just to go down to three. And I, the reason is when they make the remedy, they're blank pellets and they use a liquid and they medicate it and they drop it on and then they shake them. So it's just to ensure each pellet was covered, but energetically, theoretically, they should be all covered because it's all spreading. So that's really, you know, and I think each homeopath kind of has their way, but one pellet is very common as well. And then you save pellets too, if you're giving four or five each time, but the thing to remember is less is more. And the number of pellets doesn't matter. Um, generally that, yeah, if you were to take that whole vial one time, it would have the same effect as one pellet because you're just stimulating the body. But if you were to take one pellet every hour, that would have a very big effect versus taking like the whole vial at one time, because every time you take it, you're nudging the vital force. Ah. So less is more. So if you take it like an acute situation and you take a dose and there's improvement, then you don't repeat it. So at that moment, when they regress, like say you have a fever and you gave a dose and within they, they started to come down. And then the minute it starts to come back, then you would redose. So it's always the person. So it's not a set rule, like dose every hour, every two hours, every four, there's general guidelines. If something comes on like fast and furious, you probably want to dose quite frequently at the beginning. Cause you kind of need that. Yes. If something slow it's, you know, you could dose probably every couple hours, but again, you go by the person and um, yeah, less is more. So if there's improvement, you stop because you're nudging the body to get going, to do its own thing. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. I suppose maybe intuitively, like I'd, yeah. As soon as the the coughs, I don't hear the cough anymore. I don't even think to, to dose them, you know, like it's like, Oh, that's gone now. I don't need to think about it. Or then the next day the cough might come back. And I, so I, this is what I did last week. Uh, I gave asinite and then um, the pulsilla one. Pulsilla, yeah. Pulsilla. I need to get the names right. Um, <laughs> uh, because it, it started to feel more chesty in the morning, whereas okay. previously it was a bit drier. So I thought, oh, anyway, this is just from reading the little yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, but when he's not coughing, I'm not giving him anything because no. he doesn't need it. No. Yeah. Cause you're literally stimulating his body to do the work. And if it's been stimulated mm-hmm. enough, then why do you need to keep doing that? Yeah. So this is always more, um, I know we're so programmed to take it, you know, twice a day for 10 yeah, days, something the, like that. The antibiotic conditioning, yeah. you know, must take it then and these hours and for this long. And if I don't take it the full course, then it's not going to work. And like yeah. that is a program, isn't it? That we're kind well, of because understanding why, because it's focused on the bacteria. Yeah. Right. We have to kill the bacteria. This is completely different. This is focused on us 
to empower us to kind of kick that bacteria out. So it's very, very different, the intention and the energetic behind it. And so then when you understand, so again, it really steps into trusting the body and understanding our body's ability, you know, then you can start to understand the philosophy behind and and why we do these things. I think it's amazing. Absolutely. Really unlearning, a lot of unlearning, (laughs) a lot and relearning. And that's scary when we've grown up and been programmed, we're so fearful now. So it's really stepping into that and and questioning things. I really encourage, you know, people to question and and to ask questions, you know, and, um, and that's why I think with moms, so many moms, I mean, I say moms, but dads too, but typically it's mothers that um, you know, when you go to the doctor and you feel like you're trusting your intuition, but you're doing it anyway, like that, that conflict, I, I get it. Cause that's how I lit. I felt sick. I'm like, I don't want to do this, but I don't know what else. And that's sad because you're, you don't, you're not going to just leave your child. So you're doing, so again, we got to give ourselves grace. Like we're doing what we know in this moment. And then when you know more, and that's why I love working with moms because there is so much more. And, you know, it's like my daughter who who's 10 has never had any like Tylenol or like any wow. fever, nothing. And not, I have it in my house. So I'm not saying that like for an emergency or something like that, like, absolutely. I just don't need it. So again, it's not like one or the other and there's no side. It's just, just more that you can bring in. And if you have to use something in an allergy day and like, take what you need to take, like, yeah. it's not like shame that I have to no. just do what you need to do. And, and as long as you're empowering from within too, and understanding that's really the power piece and really stepping into that. Yeah. I love that. Well, I think that's a lovely way to end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the the work that you do, you do one-to-one consultations, but you also mentioned this one-on-one and kind of class. Yeah. Tell me about those. They sound brilliant. Yeah, it's been great. So I did a cold and flu, um, which was fantastic because it was back in the fall. Mm. Um, and it was really, it went really well. So I am, I have that. I just don't have my new site up yet. So it's coming soon. I'll let you know when it's up. Um, and it's going to have that to purchase, um, you know, cause I, I recorded all that. And then I did a one-on-one and I think I'd love to run it again, but even it's going to be its own thing that you can just yeah. record and download. And it just covered the basics, um, you know, kind of essentially what we talked about, but really more in depth, like understanding yeah. us, our power, the susceptibility, dosing, the top five remedies. Actually, I added two more in there um, in my, in the class, but so that'll be there too. I hope in the next few weeks that it should be there. And then I am working on a cell salt class. Um, I know I mentioned that the cell salts a little bit, so that's a whole other little thing to learn too. And then I really, my vision is to do a bigger one, like with modules and really to really go deeper, like home like injuries and burn or even PMS or, you know, like women's health oh, issues and yeah. like that, that you can treat acutely at home. Um, so yeah, yeah like, um, endometriosis, period pain. Yeah. Menopause symptoms. I mean, this yeah, menopause is huge again. So in the moment you could help treat, but again, that stuff is pretty, that's, you want to see a homeopath because again, even with menopause, there are a handful that are great if you have a hot flash and you can't sleep, but if you see a homeopath and you, um, and sometimes that's all people want, you know, is just kind of help me through this. But if you do go deeper, it can kind of balance out. So you don't even have those in the first place. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because I think a lot of women listening to this are heading towards, if not are already there. Um, So it is a very difficult period of time that having someone to support you and hold your hand through it would be really useful. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. That was fascinating. I, I can't <laughs> wait to learn more. Like it's, that's like the tip of the iceberg really, isn't it? You know? I know. I would love to go deeper and, and um, yeah. yeah. And again, not to overwhelm because it really can be made simple. And, and again, it's just standing back because, and really understanding our power and that we can heal ourselves. And that's really essentially the foundation <laughs> of this medicine. So we're choosing a remedy to help heal, like to yeah. stimulate our bodies. So really that's, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to simplify it to really bring it into more homes. And yeah, absolutely. If, if there's th- things that we can take that are natural and supportive, but no risk, then why, why wouldn't we try it? You know, yeah. I think and makes why are we not hearing it. more about this? Yes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so I'm going to link to your website and how people might be able to follow and work with you. And then also these classes that just sound incredible as well, but I'd love you to share your podcast title with me and I'll stick it in the notes as well, because I think for other, if you're chatting with your colleagues around, you know, the deeper aspects of these different areas of the, of the modality, then I think that would be really interesting for people as well. Yeah. 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 It's called vital. It's called vital force. Ah, okay. And we do, we, we've talked about remedies and then we just talk about our, we share our personal story. Sometimes we just record ourselves chatting. <laughs> so the last episode I think was a mixed match. So I think it's, it's, not, it's fun. It's light. And it's really empowering. It's really encouraging you to tap into your power and understand healing. Um, so yeah, we bring a lot of fun to it and light. So it's not like a deep, you know, but yeah. then we do talk about remedies. It's a bit of everything, but just centered around connecting to yourself. It's really about connecting back to yourself. And, um, that's the beginning of it all. And that's really the essence of the podcast. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, to be honest, that's where I see the whole world moving. It's like where, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. You're doing what you're doing. Why Joe Soap down the road is doing what they're doing. You know, it's, um, we're remembering, we're stripping away the condition. We're trying to do it as quickly as painlessly as we can uh-huh. um and I suppose that's where maybe the homeopathy is so good because it's effective and yeah. I presume slightly painless you know like there may be a release of energy or emotion yeah. but probably getting to the root of stuff really without you yeah. having to think about it no and that's it you know mm-hmm. sometimes it's like I don't you're trying all the things whether it's physical and I get so many clients that have done all the things yes either in the holistic world um yeah. cleanses indeed and it's that can be stressful in the body and it's expensive and it's draining and depleting in that sense because we're always continually thinking we have to fix ourselves and we're so disconnected mm-hmm. literally even though we're so connected you know, electrically, technology. but we're so disconnected because of that. Like we're connected from people, from ourselves, and we're just being pulled farther with all these gadgets and busyness. And so it's really coming back to coming back home to ourselves and trusting and going within. It's all about that. And we're coming back to nature and this is a natural nature-based nudge. Yeah. (laughs) that allows us to heal and yeah that's just so beautiful actually because I know the definition of definition of nature doesn't actually include humans and like that just shows you how disconnected we we have become from it but actually doing that work doing this work with you and the homeopathy is a return to nature and and home and that's just so beautiful it really is. It's connecting to ourselves and it's, you can connect with those around you. And yeah. It's... And then the beauty of it, we pass all that on to our kids. 
So mm-hmm. they don't have to do all the work that we've just had to do. Exactly. <laughs> years of trauma. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's going back to the piece of empowering, like using as a mom to empower, not shame, like step into that power to think and having that support. And yeah, it's really support is everything. And it's like a homeopathy is like a partnership. It's not, I'm not fixing you. I'm here with you and I'm going to choose the remedy so you can, you have the awareness and do the work. Yeah. I love that. You're a guide. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you so much, Krista. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And I hope you enjoyed this chat and had a few light bulb moments. What are your key takeaways? Please do subscribe, follow, or leave a rating or review to help this podcast reach more people. And jump into my DMs and let me know how you get on. Thanks again to Olverum, who are generously giving us a 20% discount with the code TAPPINGFORMUMS in caps. Do share with me what you buy and what you think. Also, don't forget to check out my website to take my quiz and start ramping up your own self-care practices visit tappingformoms.com.